Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 85 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, The Raspberries, with my co-host, The Buck, because it's no longer The Buck Grundle, bringing you all the information that you need to know from the far reaches of the internet. And and it's no longer The Buck Grundle because of Call of Duty. That's my understanding. That is correct. Um, I came to two realizations uh, at the same time because of Call of Duty. One is that I will never try to play Call of Duty ever again. People with my level of fine motor prowess should not enter into that arena. But also, while trying to enter my name for like my gamer handle, because, you know, I'm Buck Rundle, man. Nobody ever picks that. So either way, like I totally knew nobody was going to have it. But it flagged me for obscene and offensive language. And I was like, no. I was like, this is this has never happened. Like, I can play Candy Crush as Buck Grundle, but I can't play Call of Duty as Buck Grundle. Like, what the shit is this? So then it was like, well, we suggest these names. And it was like 15 billion numbers and like Buck. And I'm scrolling down, I'm scrolling down, and then I saw it. And it was Buck Rowdy. And I said it in my head. And there was a major D chord that struck. And I was like, all right. So I put it through the panel of people that I know, like all seven of them. And they all agreed. Buck Rowdy sounds good. And I was like, all right, that's what I'm going to be from now on. So Buck Rowdy I am. And Buck Rowdy, we're going to be rowdy. It's like calling your fat friend Slim. Well, and it's only going to create more problems for me because when next time he decides to put out a, a single video, because I'm the one that edits them, I've got to change all the freaking opening graphics and all the layovers and everything else. Oh. Hey, man, you know what? If the price for awesome is sweat equity. I'm sorry, dude. And I'm handicapped, so you have to do it for me. Oh, I no, mean, see, like, I it no, works no, out no, great. No, no, no. I do not prescribe to your little cripple card game. Okay, uh, uh, uh. I'll, I'll call you what, whatever the hell I want to call you. I will push your freaking wheelchair into traffic if it makes me laugh. <laughs> I know you will. I, that's why I love you and why we hang out. <laughs> uh, this week's episode is entitled Law Enforcement Liabilities. So guess what? Now we get to have all this hate mail coming in saying we're anti-cop. We're both retired law enforcement. Well, Buck's retired law yeah. enforcement. I'm former law enforcement. So... We're going to play the law enforcement card. <laughs> but in this particular case, Buck, we're going to start with a story from the Washington Post. And I'm sure you've seen this everywhere this week. Judge Shames, 72-year-old cancer patient, too weak to tend to his lawn. This is, um, actually, where the heck is this at? Where was this? Detroit. Uh, in the three years since he was diagnosed with cancer, Burhan Crowdhury, uh, Crowdhury? Crowd. Hurry. There was, let's go with that. Uh, we're going to call him Burhan from here on out. <laughs> it's had a difficult time maintaining his yard and keeping his property in suburban Detroit in good shape. At a recent Michigan State Court appearance over Zoom, the 72-year-old man struggled to breathe as he explained to the judge that he was very weak and unable to clean up the grass that had overtaken his property over the summer. But 31st District Judge Alexis G. Crott had no sympathy for Crowdery. Uh, instead, she shamed the cancer patient for the neighborhood blight in Hamtrak. I can't pronounce this shit, Buck. Why you give me this stuff? Uh, Michigan. And told him the punishment she wished she could give him. 
This was just horrible. This is absolutely horrible. You should be ashamed of yourself, Krat said on Monday. If I could give you jail time on this, I would. After issuing Crowdhury a $100 fine for failing to keep his home maintenance, Krat called the amount of grass on his sidewalks totally inappropriate. When Crowdhury reiterated he was very sick, Krat said his inability to keep up with his property is inexcusable. The neighbors should not have to look at that. Uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. Wow. Uh, a video of the court exchange was shared on social media with many critics blasting the judge for how she handled what should have been a routine hearing along with the um, Shibihiri... Dude, geez. Uh, who, it was the son, the man's son, who joined his father for the court hearing this week. The way she said that my father should serve jail time for this thing really bugged me. Uh, the Washington Post, Post uh, writ, uh, wrote on Wednesday... That he was quoted as saying, I was really shocked by it. I didn't expect her to yell at us for this kind of situation. Crot did not immediately return a request for comment on Wednesday. Her role as a judge forbids her from commenting on the case, according to WDIV. Burhan and his family first came to the United States from Bangladesh in 2010, eventually settling in Michigan in 2014 with his son. They brought their current home. I'm sorry, they bought their current home and... It's located about six miles from downtown Detroit in 2016. The family was devastated when Crowdhury was diagnosed with cancer in his lymph nodes in February of 2019, his son told the Post. Uh, the son said that uh, his father, his health has been deteriorating, not just from the cancer, but from also a heart issue and high blood pressure. His mother also faces health issues after she fell down the stairs, hurting her back. It's been difficult. Uh adding that cancer treatments have affected his father's mobility. Uh, the son said his mother was diligent in cleaning the yard since the cancer diagnosis. The family faces challenges when the son traveled to Bangladesh for three months last year. With his parents unable to keep up the maintenance, the grass and weeds grew out of control in front and on the side of the house. When the son returned home, the father informed him there had been a ticket on August 2nd and what Crot later described as failing to keep the fence, walkway, sidewalk, or alley free of tree and leaves, or other items. Uh, it was a chain reaction. The neighbors probably complained and took a picture, and that was sent up to the city. The family cleaned up the property soon after, but Burhan still had to make a court appearance to see whether he'd have to pay a fine. The father did not know anything about Crot, who is an appointed was appointed to the bench by then Governor Rick Snyder in 2016. She was re-elected to the uh, the nonpartisan position in 2020 after running unopposed. Uh, around 2.45 p.m., Crot called on uh, Calhurry's case. Uh, even though English is not his first language, Crowdhurry introduced himself and explained he was a cancer patient who had become too weak to maintain his own property. Then the judge pulled up a photo of Crowdhurry's home and expressed her disgust. You have got to get this cleaned up, she told him. After his father was ordered to pay the $100 fine by February 1st, the son asked the judge whether she understood that his father was suffering from cancer. Crot answered uh, his question with another question. Have you seen that photo? Uh, toward the end of the exchange, the son was heard saying, Oh my God. Uh, the son said his father didn't understand everything that was said, but the judge's message was clear to him. She was telling my father, a sick person, that he should go to jail. That's ridiculous. You can't give a 72-year-old person jail time for not cleaning an alley. Clips of the exchange have been viewed thousands of times on social media as critics have defended uh, 
Burhan and uh, deride Kraut as a very rude and unprofessional person. I believe you don't even deserve to sit in that chair, one person wrote on Facebook. Uh, the son said he plans to pay the fine for his father in the coming days. He reiterated the home is in good shape now and has been for the last few months. The son is also taken aback by the online support offered to his father over this interaction with the judge. People understand that a situation like this can help uh, with someone who is old or sick. I really am thankful to our city who have supported us and let us know they are beside us. What do you think, Buck? <laughs> Wow, um, that uh, that kind of hits home for me in a little. Uh, that that mm, you know, I, I people who are terminally and chronically ill um, have been robbed of a lot of facets of life, and you know, regardless of how soon the end comes, the end is coming. And along with that comes a very big decrease in physical ability. Um, and, and, and that varies in wide degrees. You know, some people, you know, whatever, whatever, will just breeze over that and just, it's a fact. That being said, as a chronically ill person, not terminally ill like this gentleman, but just... You know, we're 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 in the same kind of boat. I don't expect, and I doubt that this man is is one that expects pity either. Like nobody nobody owes us anything. So you know, whatever. But we do deserve. And I personally feel entitled for myself and on behalf of this gentleman is some leniency, you know, like, okay, you know, like, obviously, dude, situation's not that great. We'll just, we'll just kind of look over this, you know, it's like, we're not going to give the guy a million dollars, but dude can't cut his grass. We, 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 yeah, we get that, you know, uh, uh, but a hundred dollar fine and then shaming him completely. Like, I understand, again, you know, not garnishing pity, but come on. Like, there, there, there needs to be, like, some leniency due to the situation, you know. Could his son could have cut it? Yeah, probably his son could have. I don't well, even well, know where on. his son... Well, so hold on there, Buck. That's that, therein lies one of the biggest parts of this that a lot of people are glazing over, is <clears throat> the son actually had been taking care of the lawn but he had to leave the country for three months to go back to Bangladesh. And when he did, there was yeah. his mother had fallen down the stairs, so she was unable to do it. The father can't do it. So that's when the fine occurred. So you, you have a situation where it was actually being handled. And then all of a sudden, you know, things happen and it wasn't. So what I don't understand in this is it's a, it's, it's not a, it's not a huge issue. Um, yes, I do not want to see my neighbor's property looking like shite in my neighborhood because I do whatever I can to take care of mine. And I don't want it hurting my property values. I mean, in which it does. People you know, can try to claim that it doesn't all they want, but it does. So, <clears throat> but here's the whole thing. One, it's a really, for, for a grass fine, that is really low. <laughs> that is incredibly low. 
Uh, I know in the city that I live and work in, uh, our code enforcement officer, very nice woman, uh, she will do everything in her power not to find somebody. But when she finally has to get to that point where she does have to issue a citation, it's $580. (laughs) So $100, really low. But this hearing should have been, you know, we're calling this case. uh, This is for this. Here's a picture of it. Uh, How do you plead? Uh, Guilty, not guilty. Okay. Um, Do you wish to say anything to the court? And he says his piece about having me a cancer patient. She was okay. Well, I'm still going to find you guilty and I'm going to assess the fine of a hundred dollars. Or she'll say, um, you know, we'll find you guilty or not guilty and, and not assess the fine. She has that capability to do so, especially when they've already shown that the lawn's been repaired since then it's, it's in acceptable shape now, but instead, no, I'm, I'm going to say you should be in jail. Of all the people that should be in jail, maybe lawn maintenance isn't one of them. Maybe, maybe Buck, maybe lawn maintenance isn't one of them, regardless of the fact that the man can't do it because he physically isn't able or the fact that it's fucking grass. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. Like, I'm not saying give the guy a hall pass, like gets a hundred dollar fine. He gets a hundred dollar fine. And and they're in lies. If they, if it had just been, we're guilty, here's a hundred dollar fine. Boom. We never, yeah, okay, whatever. It, it, would, it, it, it would have never hit it. That's it. Yeah, but, it would have it, it it never made it here. The moment you sit up there with the 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 the, the tool of your office and, and make a horse's ass of yourself, that's when it, it went off the rails. <laughs> and right. the fact that she's a political appointee and then ran unopposed, so she's never actually been elected to shit. <laughs> right. It's just... And I, I, I dare say chances are pretty solid that she's not going to be reelected. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. If it were up to me that we and nobody ran, I'd just be like, ah, eh, we just won't have a judge here. <laughs> Obviously, nobody wants to do it. <laughs> so, I, well, I it's think just in, in this in this particular instance, we're going to rate two different um, sets. We're gonna we're gonna we're going to rate the court, and we're going to rate. The family, not the old man, but the family as a whole. Buck, how do you feel? Okay. Well, with the court system, I'd like to give a four, but I really can't because all it really is is just wind. Like, I know I'm sitting here pontificating about leniency for the handicapped and terminally ill. Yes, I still feel that way, but not not to a point where somebody deserves a four. So... I'm going to go with a three for the court system, you know, three, three and a half. And for the family, I'm also going to kind of go, and, and this is not the old man, you know, again, leniency here. I'm excluding him from the factor from this, okay? I'm giving the family of this guy a three as well. Go on. Because... You know, a big part of being with a handicapped person, like, and and I understand emergencies happen. You got to leave the country. You got to go take care of shit out of country. But you know what? You're leaving your sick father and mother who, who do not ever have to take care of these things because you do them. Okay. You know, whether it's for money, out of the goodness of your heart, free room and board, whatever, whatever the range, you take care of these things and you have agreed to take care of them. 
when you leave, you don't you don't leave your responsibilities behind either. You you now are saddled with the responsibility of making those things get taken care of without you actually doing them. Like you like the the family should have delegated and arranged for these things to be taken care of. So and so here's where I'm going to differ with you a little bit, Buck. I'll go ahead and co-sign your three on the judge. Let's just brush that aside. Let's go to the family. So uh, the family consisted of three people: the mother, the father, the son. The son, um, regardless of how we feel about it, uh, our children owe us nothing. Our children owe us nothing. They don't. Uh, no. Regardless of whether you're handicapped or otherwise. Now, that being said, the son had been taking care of the lawn. And also, the mother had been taking care of the lawn until she fell down the stairs and got hurt. There's a lot of extenuating circumstances to go into this. And quite frankly, it's the son had to leave the country. He's got to leave the country. He's got to do what he's got to do. He's got to live his life. He cannot be held. And, you know, if he's going to... And it sounds like the son, you know, if he has the ability to go to Bangladesh for three months, it was probably as simple as he hired a lawn service. No big deal. Um, But it sounds like when he left, it was incapable hands. And then an accident occurred, and then then it wasn't any longer. The parents, who we know are not fluent English speakers, and, you know, it's a culturally different, you know, makeup. They just didn't call it in. And it's a $100 fine. Like I said, if, if the judge hadn't been acting like a horse's ass, this just would have been, okay. And I, I dare say most judges would say, okay, well, you fixed it. There was extenuating circumstances. Don't let it happen again. And that would have been the end of it. But in this case, we have a judge acting like a horse's ass. We have a family doing the best they can. And no, I'm not going to give the family. I'm going to give the family maybe a 1.2. Now, see, this is why I like when we both get to explain our rationale. And I really like the fact that you let me go first as well. Because it just highlights how incapable I am sometimes of following you when you read these stories. Because then I'm like, oh, or is it there is a dossier. I just can't there. read that well. <laughs> well, I mean, like, whatever the case may be. All I'm saying is that, you know, you bring some valid points, and I think that I may have given my my synopsis or rating of that. Uh, you know, my blood's still boiling over the judge. I might have just been heated and still mad about this poor dude getting mistreated by the court system. But, you know, I'm going to have to, like, I will lower my three to the family thanks to your, you know, sage words. I, I, I will reevaluate and go go down to like you know a one one and a half well buck our next story comes from news for jacksonville report alleges florida deputy filmed naked man at gunpoint for hours <laughs> i can't imagine holding a gun on somebody for hours let alone that look at their dongle the whole time just saying and this happened in Orlando. Mm-hmm. A Florida corrections deputy allegedly held a naked man at gunpoint, filmed him for hours, forced him to sign a $30,000 contract, and threatened to send the incriminating video to his family and church, according to the investigative report from the Orange County Sheriff's Office. I didn't read any of this yet, Buck. This is, this is, this is seeming good. 
The alleged incident happened in November when 34-year-old man met up to have sex with a 19-year-old woman at a rental home in Orlando. The newly released 54-page report uh, said that the 19-year-old was part of a ploy to lure the man into an extortion scheme. The report said that the 34-year-old was in the shower when the now former Orange County Sheriff's Deputy uh, Amini Ribillard, Robillard, we're going to call him Douche Canoe, emerged from behind the curtain and then pointed two semi-automatic pistols at the naked man and held him captive for nearly three hours. According to the investigative report, the 34-year-old man told Orange County Sheriff uh, investigators that he and uh, the dude had been friends for about a year and that the dude, Douche Canoe, uh, was upset because he had given him bad investment advice that led to him losing $2,000 when the Christo- cryptocurrency tanked. <laughs> yeah, you, got, you had that one coming then. Uh, the report also said that the videos uh, on his personal cell phone showed him pointing a gun at the man as he sat naked on the bed. Authorities said that Robillard uh, also threatened the man's life multiple times. At one point... Uh, Amity tells the man that he plans on killing him, cutting up his body, putting it in a garbage bag, and throwing it in the ocean for the sharks to eat. The 19-year-old woman was arrested last month and pled not guilty on charges of robbery with a firearm and conspiracy to commit extortion. Sheriff Wayne Ivey uh, terminated Robillard, 30, when he was arrested on November 27th on charges of robbery with a firearm, extortion with a weapon, and false imprisonment with a weapon. Robillard uh, was entered... Uh, has entered a written plea of not guilty and remains jailed without bond. Attorney Philip, God bless it with these names, told Florida Today that he does not comment on active cases. Rollard stated, uh, started working for the BCSO in 2020 as a member of the Army National Guard, is also a member of the Army National Guard. I am disgusted by the alleged allegations of this individual that have resulted in his arrest, said the sheriff. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and let you open the box on this one. Yeah. Like what in the ever loving shit, man? I mean, <laughs> what's there to really say? Uh, this guy's like, I'm pissed off at my buddy. Cause he told me, he gave me, he told me to buy crypto and the crypto market tanked. What is it's, it's always going to tank. It's not, Buck, do you know what an NFT is? I'm still having a hard time wrapping my brain about that, buying $450,000 JPEGs. But, you know, this guy was obviously not the sharpest sharpest tool in the shed. And he ended up uh, losing money. But so his, his idea is not that I'm mad at my friend and I did something stupid of my own accord. Uh, I'm going to hire a 19-year-old girl to seduce this guy, get him in a hotel room, wait for him to get naked, and I'm going to pull two guns on him, a Kimbo, and hold him for hours, threatening his life and threatening to ruin his life if his life is indeed spared if he doesn't give me money. What the... And he's a cop. Well, I mean, yes. In uh, Bradford County, the uh, sheriff's deputies do run the prison there. So... He uh, he is indeed uh, a law enforcement official. Uh, yeah, in a roundabout, convoluted way. Right. Okay. 
He has a badge mm-hmm. and he's sworn. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, and he works he works as a corrections employee, so he's just a cage kicker with a badge. Pretty much. <laughs> that's 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 pretty much it. Okay. Um what in wow. Like who who has just here's, like here's the whole thing if you think about it logically for a minute. If my naked ass is sitting on the bed, first off, it doesn't like really say what the extortion is. Is the guy married or is he just gonna embarrass him? Doesn't matter. My thirty four year well, in my case thirty eight, uh is is pulling nineteen year olds. Woo! Go ahead. <laughs> Let everybody know. And by the way, by releasing that video, you just incriminated yourself. So good luck with that, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah well and then and then didn't the girl like threaten to th- cut him up and throw him in the ocean in a bag and no, shit that was, like that that was the dude it wasn't the girl she was just i a, thought it was the dude it was she was the just dude. there yeah she was just she was just bait <laughs> now she's pled wow. not guilty but you know you typically you plead not guilty at an arraignment hearing just because you're you're working something out with the da which i guarantee you is going to happen she's going to take a plea and testify against this guy. <laughs> right. And rightfully so. I mean, like, come on. What kind of all the... Like you said, man, what kind of all the dickhead plans to, to get angry at your buddy? Like... It's, nah. a, it's a dickhead plan. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't work. <laughs> no. Like, where's the extortion? Like, like I, I'm, I, I wish we could see a diorama. Or, or like, actually see like the, the the planning page behind this heist. Oh, this dude had you red, know, this like, dude had red string on the wall for sure. <laughs> oh, it's just like, what fucking movies is this guy watching? Like, he's a real cop. Why? You know, nah, he's not a real cop. Never mind. That's why he's doing this. It, no, 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 no. We work with people who have dreams of grandeur before, and this dude. He 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 got pissed off. He watched a movie. He's like, I I have a very limited scope of authority, but could still orchestrate something like this, just in a much smaller scale. I think it might work. Goes, gets a nineteen-year-old, gives him some, you know, drugs, maybe you know, a couple of bucks, whatever, whatever, and then he's got the dude. Like now you've got the dude on the bed. What if he doesn't pay you? Like, where, 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 like, where does your plan end? You know, it either ends with you getting money or what? Or you're going to release the like, video and ruin his life and yeah, send yourself or, to jail. <laughs> right. Like, what kind of elaborate ploy involves not only exposing somebody, but also at the same time self-incriminating yourself? This was a fantastic, fantastic idea. I'm giving this asshole a three and a half. I'm giving the girl a three. Okay, so I'm going to do this collectively as a whole because they both were co-conspirators. I'm giving them a five, and here's why. Um, they've Just because they did not actually shoot the man or physically harm him, there is psychological trauma there. That man is never going to get over. It's just not. I'm going to go ahead and I, I redact my, uh, you know what? Again, you, you shined a flashlight on this. See, this is, 
this is why I like getting so stoned before we record because I just, you know, I'm just like, ee. but no, um, yeah, definitely, definitely. It didn't, didn't factor in the psychological aspect of that. Mm. Well, if I sit your ass on a bed naked for hours and hold guns on you and tell you about how I'm going to kill you, chances are you're going to get fucked up. Yeah, more than likely. I can only imagine like that man's going to be in therapy for a while. Indeed. All right, Buck, we're back for the second half. And we got a story from comicbook.com, of all places. Two cops fired for ignoring robbery to play Pokemon Go. Have you heard about this one? Because it's been like, just like the, mm. the first story with the lawn, this one's been like all over the news all week. Hey, no, no, I haven't heard anything about it, man. It's, uh, it's, it's, I don't ever watch the news. So these things are so surprising to me. I love it. Well, it's funny because, you know, I was a huge Pokemon Go player. Uh, I competed at the World Championships in 2019, of all things. <laughs> now, it was an open. It was an open. It wasn't an invite, but we were there. <laughs> Got a lot of swag. That's out awesome, there. man. Got a lot of swag. Out hey, there. hey, congrat- congratulations, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, man. Big Go. I, I, I wasn't there intentionally. We were there actually for the Pokemon World Championships card game. <laughs> and we had some downtime, hey. so we figured, why not? <laughs> Hey man, you know you know what the best way to enjoy a vacation is? is to do every fucking thing you can. And you know what? There's nothing wrong for going out and living life. That's why I applaud you, my friend. Other people would have looked at that opportunity and been like, meh. Meh. Well, a recent judgment revealed that uh, two Los Angeles police officers were fired for ignoring an in-progress robbery call to play Pokemon Go. Earlier this week, a three-judge panel on California's Court of Appeals upheld the firing of the two Los Angeles police officers after they contended that they were improperly fired due to the use of in-car recording for disciplinary action. (laughs) Well, you had a video of us being stupid, so uh, we should get our jobs back. (laughs) Isn't that the whole purpose of cameras? Pretty much. Uh, While this while that doesn't seem like a very exciting bit of news, the appeal publicized that the two officers were fired because of an investigation determined the pair ignored an in-process robbery call to capture a Snorlax in Pokemon Go. The judgment states that the police officers were alleged to have played Pokemon Go for nearly 20 minutes after ignoring a request for backup on a robbery call in progress. The officers then reportedly chose not to respond to a request for backup and instead spent the time driving around the neighborhood capturing various Pokemon. A disciplinary hearing used a recording taken from inside the pair's patrol car that captured the duo discussing an attempt to capture a uh, Togetic. Uh, Keep in mind that this occurred back in 2017, back when Togetic and Snorlax were considered rare Pokemon within the game. They're not anymore. Uh, the judgment also notes that when confronted with the evidence from the recording, the pair denied they were playing Pokemon Go and later argued that Pokemon Go wasn't a game. Per the judgment, the pair also claimed the recording showed them capturing an image of a Pokemon on the then-active tracking app to share with other players, and their activity was just an attempt to participate in the social media event. Ultimately, the pair were charged with multiple counts of on-duty misconduct, including playing Pokemon Go on a patrol in their police vehicle and then making false statements to an internal affairs detective during the subsequent complaint investigation. The pair were found guilty by the Board of Rights uh, for most of the counts and subsequently fired from the department. 
The pair unsuccessfully argued that the use of the in-car recording was against the law, which is how the circumstance of their firing came to light. Okay, quick question for context. Is it actually against the law for the in-camera or in-car recording to be used? I would say it's probably not illegal. They probably have, um, there's probably a departmental policy in regards to those videos. Uh, for example, I worked for a major uh, healthcare entity and, you know, you may not realize this, Buck, but in hospitals, there's more cameras than there is in prisons. There's cameras everywhere because liability is a huge thing. Now, that being said, uh, the department I worked in oversaw the security department and the security department was the ones that maintained the cameras, obviously. Uh, Oftentimes, you'd have supervisors come in and say, hey, I want to review some footage to see what my, my nurses were doing this time. No. There was a policy actually against it uh, being that they had to go through human resources. Human resources had to find out if it was a um, oh something that was was justifiable reason to look. So essentially, they had to go to human resources for a you know an unofficial warrant within the company in order to review footage. Now, when it comes to police departments, a lot of times the videos can't be used uh, as part of their CBA, uh, their collective bargaining agreement as a union. So there may have been something in there where they're saying that you can't just watch the video and and just watch us all day and look for infractions. Um, I, I have a system in our cars right now for the the place where I work, uh, where our vehicles have telemetry devices in them, and I can pull up right now. I can see where all my vehicles are located. I can see their speeds. I can see everything like that. That's not what we use them for. We use them for uh, checking idle times and stuff of that nature and if a vehicle's stolen. Um, but that being said, if if we have a, a, a supervisor has suspicion of something, we can look at it. It's nothing against our policy. But um, eventually, you know, our, our, our union unionized departments might decide to try to incorporate something in their CBA that says we can't use it for, for certain purposes. And Okay, so, so would you... Would you safely assert, or not? Now, I'm not asking you to assert anything, but would you would you say or agree that it sounds like they're saying it's against the law and trying to like actually just ride on what might be a CBA issue? Uh, I wouldn't say they're trying to say it's against the law. I'd say it's probably a, a violation of some rule. Um, they also might be trying to. Um, if they're saying there's legality to it, they might be falling under some kind of wiretapping laws. Uh, certain states are certain have, have certain wiretapping laws, and you know wiretapping everybody considers you know tapping a phone line. That's not necessarily the case. Um, I was a private investigator for a long time, <laughs> and uh, in Pennsylvania, for example, where I did the primary bulk of my work, uh, you could not record audio without everyone's consent. You could record video all you wanted, but you couldn't record audio. Uh, whereas where I am now, this is a one party consent state. I can record anything I want, anytime I want, suck it. And I do, I, uh, I, you know, I've had to utilize video and, and phone taps and stuff of that nature. And I don't need anything for that. I can just do it. Uh, um, I, I actually also live in a one party consent state and I record everything. And and it's not because I'm paranoid. It's because I can't remember half the shit that goes on on freaking day. And I can just go back and be like, what did so-and-so talk about on the phone? And I can go back and listen to it. But, you know, I mean, it's a one-party consent state. 
But so either way, they're, man, they're, look, they're, I mean, look, they're looking like, for a loophole to keep their jobs. That's all it is. Pretty, but well, but here's you know, and, and, here, and, and here's the whole. They the whole shouldn't thing. keep their jobs. No, they shouldn't keep their job. They absolutely get a five from me. They ignored a backup call. Your brothers in arms and sisters in arms called you for help, and you outright ignored it to catch a fucking Snorlax. I got nothing against Pokemon. I'm not the biggest fan, but I don't bear any like antipathy towards those little guys. As a matter of fact, I think they're adorable. But if somebody calls me for fucking help, I'll leave the virtual Snorlax behind to go and rally behind my 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 comrades man i mean like they 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 like they abandoned their co-workers like union schmunion man like if i were a member of this police department and i knew that these two guys were fighting for their jobs i'd look at my lieutenant or shift supervisor and be like if they come back on shift you won't see me again like you can't do a job like that and and look at somebody and be like, I wonder if they'd actually help me. And then you can you look at these two yahoos and you're like, uh, not only do I know they wouldn't help me, they're actually they they would ditch me for something that actually doesn't exist in the physical tangible world. Like they they they've illustrated nothing except for the fact that their coworkers, the people that and the people they're sworn to protect mean nothing compared to a rare well mythical pokemon and these are the that's, kind of, that's these what are the, I'm getting. these are the kind of people i don't think should be involved in law enforcement whatsoever because if you notice what they're doing is at one point they said well we weren't trying to catch a pokemon because pokemon aren't real we were trying to catch a picture of a pokemon so they're trying to say well your report's wrong because it says we were trying to catch a pokemon a pokemon aren't real it's like trying to say i was trying to catch a snipe so I should get my job. Fuck you, you loophole-looking sons of bitches. Yeah, man. By, by the way, Buck, I, I, have, uh, I have seven Snorlax. Would you like one? <laughs> no. No, my Pokemon Go account is unofficially Caregiver Katie's fourth account. Like, I just, I, I play when Caregiver Katie wants to go out and play. So that way, if, I, if there's, like, something super cool, I can be like, hey, you want me to catch that? So that way I can trade it to you. And she's like, I do, like, that's, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, she does so much for me. I'll catch a damn Snorlax for her. But see, that's when you should go out of your way for a Snorlax. Not when somebody's getting robbed and calling you for help. These motherfuckers get a five. They do. They're an insult. They're, that's, this is... There, hmm. there should be, there, there should be, and I, I hate, I hate, I hate nationalized lists and databases. I don't like them. But there should be a list of every time a cop gets fired, it should have the reasoning behind it and and have everything listed there. It might it could serve a double-edged sword. One, it'll it'll and we have assholes like this, they can't get a job somewhere else just with a different badge. And it also can say, well, this person was not fired for a legitimate reason. Let's give them let's bring them in. So it could serve both ways. Um, I, there's there's a lot of things for misuse, but there, there are certain times where cops get fired. They should never be allowed to wear a badge again. And no, I, I, we're, I look, we're looking agree. we're looking at a couple of them right here. You know, I, I'm just I'm glad that the article never described an incident. The incident where 
you know, they ignored the backup call and somebody got fucking hurt. Like, I'm glad that's not the way this went. Well, Buck, let's uh, let's talk about people getting hurt here. Uh, this story I literally just found this morning. I sent it out to you um, on our group chat. Sadar actually insisted that I, I I do this one. This is coming from RawStory.com. Florida cop chokes female colleague who tried to de-escalate black man's arrest. A police sergeant in Florida has been placed on desk duty after video showed him assaulting a fellow officer who was trying to de-escalate a black man's arrest. The body cam video shows Sunrise Police Sergeant Christopher Paulies threatening the suspect with pepper spray and engaging in a verbal altercation with him after he'd already been taken into custody and placed in the back of a patrol vehicle. After a 28-year-old female grabs uh, a police... Police. His name is actually P-U-L-L-E-A-S-E. Police. (laughs) Uh, By the back of his belt and tries to pull him away, he turns around and briefly puts his hand around her throat, grabbing her by her vest and pushing her against another patrol car. Police then return to the patrol car where the suspect had been detained, opening and closing the door before pointing his finger at the female officer and walking away. The 46-year-old police, a 21-year-old veteran of the force, was assigned to desk duty on November 25th after the department launched an internal affairs investigation of the incident. In an interview with Miami Channel 7, Sunrise Police Chief Anthony Rosa said that police's behavior was disgusting, adding the video speaks for itself. Calling police's actions towards the suspect inappropriate and unprofessional. Rosa commended the female officer who had been on the force for only two and a half years for her efforts to de-escalate. I am very proud of this officer, Rosa said. She took uh, definitive action. She can only imagine what she must be feeling. She's a newer officer and he's a very senior sergeant. The department muted the audio and blurred the faces of those on the video with the exception of police. Uh, The officer was a... Uh, he assaulted has not been identified asked why police isn't facing criminal charges rosa said quote so there's some details of the investigation i've not disclosed that i'm unable to disclose right now and if any information of that comes up during the investigation rises to a level of criminal behavior or criminal conduct then we'll address it appropriately police has been cleared of two previous allegations of excessive force according to channel 7 Vice News reports that the police department has a policy that requires officers to intervene if a fellow officer is taking things too far with some uh, someone they're interacting with. But the institution is often criticized for not following through. Uh, as the George Floyd Moore, and it goes on about that, but <clears throat> what do you think, Buck? Because I got some thoughts here. Okay, I just want to make sure before I start going off on my own little tirade... The guy in the back of the squad car that was detained was not acting like an asshole. It, like, did he deserve? Did he deserve to be? We don't know. have have okay. But, but that being said, once somebody is in, they're arrested, they are conf, uh, secured, and they are confined. There is almost no reason. For a that physical, was going to be my next for question. For a physical use of force. I don't care if he's... That was going to be my next question. I don't care if he's telling you what he's going to do to your dead mother. There's... <laughs> no, a man in handcuffs has a very limited ability to hurt the average Joe in handcuffs. Because I'll tell you what right now, people in handcuffs can get real squirrely. 
I know this for personal experience. Yes, they can get do. squirrely. A guy in handcuffs can get real squirrely and buck on you quick. But you know what? Actually, I'll go ahead and say it. You know, I had a guy in handcuffs attack me while I was working in a prison. And you know what? It never went farther. It never went farther than it had to, at least from me. Yeah, well, you're welcome, uh, by the way. <laughs> you are you you did save the day on that one you know what i will give you accolades for that mr razgries was in the control room of the prison and saw me get assaulted on camera and i didn't even have to hit my chicken switch on my walkie but the fact of the matter is is that after that guy and i were separated and he was no longer trying to hurt me that that that's where it ended and, you know, he and I even got a chance to speak the next day, and he was just having a bad day. You know, he, he was mental health. Mental health is a huge factor in stuff, but let's not rant about that. Going back to the case, you know, a guy in handcuffs can buck, but the average person doesn't. And like, it doesn't sound to me. He's handcuffed and in the back of a car. If you've ever yeah, been in the back like, of a police car, even if you weren't handcuffed, you can't do a whole hell of a lot. No, <laughs> you can't. Like, there's no leg room back there. There's nothing. Like, you are literally like a puppy in a small cage when you are handcuffed and placed in the back of a police car. I think that... So the article describes the the incident correctly by giving this young lady uh, the the young female officer you know i would have to agree by giving her kudos yeah you know she tried she tried she tried to pull him away and this asshat whips around and puts his hand on her throat and then pushes her into a car well i'm sorry chief rosa that's assault no that's not even assault that's not even assault. You know what? There is enhanced charges for strangulation. Oh, well, fuck. So here's the whole thing. And they are in Florida, too. I'm pretty sure this was in Florida, wasn't it? This was Florida. I'm almost, I'm almost positive this is Florida. Yeah, this is Florida. Yeah, it's Florida. I know for a fact Florida has an enhanced charge for strangulation. So this... I'm, mad. I'm so mad at the chief right now. The chief is like, well, you know, if it comes to light, this could... Motherfucker! There's a goddamn video of this guy committing a felony. A felony! Yeah. Against another officer. Okay, let's just... That's... Here's the thing. So, not only do you have an enhancement for the strangulation, you also have an enhancement for going after law enforcement. Yeah. This guy should be in jail. It sounds to me like, and I hope, it, like, I, I, I kind of want to follow this. I want to see how this pans out because I really hope that it doesn't end with this guy keeping his fucking job and this girl being shamed by her department. Like, again, we'll go back to the registry you were talking about. I could see this poor young young female officer losing her fucking job over this because of the way that the good old boys club of police work sometimes spins. And, and if there and, were and, a national and, 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 registry, anybody wants to fucking fight me on that, you're 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 barking up the wrong goddamn tree because it exists. It's real. It's the 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 blue wall. You it exists. I've been behind it. So is Buck. But I you know I. 
I went on to different other aspects of my career other than just corrections, you know, and I've, 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 I've got a room full of badges that I've worn. Um, it exists. And this young lady, and now, because this motherfucker, well, he's a 21-year-old sergeant. He's been in the sergeant for 21 years, or he's been in the force for 21 years. Yeah. And, that's all fuck the fur- him. and that's all the further he's gotten? What's that tell you, for starters? But fuck him. But th- no, they're all going to fucking, well, it, it, that's, you, you, you shouldn't have done that to Sarge. You should have, you should have you know, backed up Sarge. You know, fuck Sarge. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, that's, I'm worried for this lady because she did, not only did she do her job, she did her job correctly. She did the like, right thing. Right. She did, at, like, procedurally, you know, policy, and even, like, she maintained even the moral high ground throughout this whole thing. And I really hate to say it, but. More often than not, when this happens and you've got somebody who maintains the moral high ground, they get shit on. And, like, I don't want to see this girl get shit on. It's hard enough being a female to begin with in law enforcement. Any sector of law enforcement, being a female is already a fucking challenge to begin with. And now she's the female that stood up to Sarge. And nobody's backing her up. And nobody, it, like, that's what this looks like. It looks yeah, like nobody's so, got her back. The freaking chief's like, oh, I commend her for doing such a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're not going to do anything to Sarge. No, we're going to put him on desk duty. <laughs> we're not going to fucking do anything to him. He's still getting paid, and he's sitting and, around doing nothing. Because let me tell you, what desk duty actually is, is you just hang around the office. And, you know, if, if they need somebody to run to uh, Kinko's or something, that's you. You don't do shit. Yeah. But then he's got all this time to sit there while he's on desk duty and figure out and start cahooting oh, no. on you how know, to you know clear his you know own ass. You know what he's doing? He's sitting there on his phone with their own private little fucking chat groups. And then you have the officers coming in for whatever reason, coming to the station, stopping by his desk. And he is sowing the seeds of discontent about this, how this little fucking hussy has, has hurt his career and she shouldn't even be in law enforcement, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and and the whole time this girl's got to go into the freaking post every day and probably walk by the desk that he's working and, you know, go rely on people that, you know, like this poor, poor, poor girl, man. All she did was her fucking job. She did it and she did it so fantastically. Standing up to a senior officer, regardless of how long they've been in the force, 21 years, not only that, a senior officer, a, an outranking officer, just outright putting your hands on him to keep him from, like, she saved this guy's fucking ass. Because if it would have got out that he started, like, manhandling a freaking, like, a detained man, like, you know, this guy's probably running around, you know, spreading all sorts of shit about this poor girl. And in reality, she actually saved his fucking job. Or not, not necessarily, like, if he would have just backed off and not been an asshat and been like, oh, she got my belt, you know, oh, good save. I, I was kind of losing my head there for a second. Thanks for getting me off, you know. Thanks thanks for backing me down, you know. thank Good job, you know, give the girl an attaboy. Like, she just stopped you from being a real fuck-up. But no, you're going to turn around and put your hands on her throat? Point your finger in her face like you got some sort of... You know, John Wayne complex. You, what's a silent point? Like this girl just saved your fucking ass. 
and you're gonna choke her and point in her face like she's some sort of damn dog? Fuck you, dude. I'm giving this asshole a five. He's already got he's already got two what did it say? Two uh previous incidents that were, you know, discharged or whatever for excessive use of force. Fuck him. Well, okay. A lot of people file complaints all the time just because they don't like something. So I don't really go by those. You know, he's got a couple of complaints. Well, we don't know anything about him, so I don't like factoring those in. Unless you see, like, an extremely, like, bizarre number. Like, this guy has 37 use of force complaints in two years. That's okay. Let's look at it then. But two in a career, okay, people just get upset. So I don't really factor those in. I'm looking at this purely on its merits. Now, one thing we've done a lot of here is speculate about what's going on. But this guy is probably saying this, probably saying that. We don't know. We do not know. I'm just telling you from experience what I've seen happen in the past in similar situations. But nevertheless, there is a video of this man turning around, putting his hand on the throat of a law enforcement official. This is two felony counts. And he gets desk duty. Sorry, no. Can't do it. Five, thank you, fuck you, bye. <sighs> yep. All right, Buck, that is all we have for this week. I want to thank everybody for listening, and I also want to take this opportunity to ask you to please subscribe to what describe to us at whatever platform you happen to be listening or watching. You can find us on YouTube. Just search for the Social Liability Podcast. We sometimes post full episodes, sometimes post clips. Haven't really figured it out yet. But we could definitely use some support on that end. Like and subscribe. It really helps us out. Uh, the same thing for our audio listeners. If you're listening on Spotify, Radio Public, Podca- uh, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker, Apple Podcast, CastBox, and any other litany of devices, please hit the subscribe button. And just, uh, you know, it, it helps us out quite a bit. It helps us get advertisers. Uh, things of that nature and right now uh, we've been doing this for 85 weeks and uh yeah i think we've made like eight bucks buck <laughs> hey man christmas 2023 we're getting a six pack <laughs> nah 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 we, we inflation's gonna hit too much by then we could probably only get about two beers by 2023 but it's gonna happen indeed that being said, folks, I am the Raz Grease with my co-host, the Buck Rowdy, <laughs> wishing you all a healthy and safe week. Have a week.